Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh shit, Eric's drinking a beer. It's been a good day. <laughs> it's been a real good day. All right, welcome back to episode 1010. We are in Ohio Deercast. Yeah, 1010. 1010. Yeah, 1010. Nice. It sounds way better that way, right? Uh, sounds like a lot more. And the way tonight went, 1010 makes sense. Yeah, it does. Totally. <laughs> totally. Well, boys, you know, this is your boy East Coast Trev and this is Steve. And this is Bones. Oh, we got Bones. Bones and Bones. Hey, man, I do want to start this off by thanking you for once again having us down here in Ohio. And out here in Deer Camp, once again, man, thank you so much, honestly. Yeah, Deer Camp 2021, and uh, it's off to a pretty good start. Well, you know what? Without further ado, why don't we get this thing under roll? Why don't you tell everybody why we're podcasting? Well, it's been a good day. Why has it been a good day? Got my first public land buck down this evening. Hell to the yeah. Congratulations, Thank you. Thank you. So why don't you uh, why don't you start it off where kind of you started by coming into town and and where you left off your trials and tribulations and then we'll lead right in. I don't want to get too too far ahead and, and okay. kind of go into it. Why don't you kind of explain set set the mood set the mood. All right. So I rolled into town Saturday and was just kind of hanging out waiting on you a little bit. I, what, you, did you get here before I did? You were in, yeah. yeah you were up yeah I was yeah you yeah. So I rolled into my brother's, whose home we're staying at tonight, which is freaking awesome. Um, and I get a call for I was fixing the I was going to go up and do a little scouting. Um, and I get a phone call says, "Hey, I need some help from my brother." And I'm going, "Okay." So I went and did that. Came back. And we just kind of hung out, and it rained all day Sunday. And went in Monday. Scouted around, found a spot, looked okay, hung a set, sat there. I <laughs> uh, tried to sit there the next morning. Um, got up in the tree, s- sitting there, and then next thing I know here is boom. I'm, what, in the, what in the world was that? I looked out, and my bow was hang- not on the end of my stand in my holder. What? I didn't hear about this. Yeah, I was, you know. And it's funny how things come out on the show with bones. That's Whoa. right. A little by little, you know, you always get like tidbits of information here and there with snippets. Bones. And, uh, so I'm going, this is, this is absolutely turned into, so I climbed down to get my bow. It didn't hit the ground. The bow rope actually caught it and kind of suspended it midair. Luckily, 
Is it is that why when I came back the, the next day or that day that you were shooting your bow in the backyard? Maybe. Uh, that made more sense. I just thought yeah. you were doing your you know your due diligence and shooting your bow because it had traveled through a case and so on and so forth. No, both. So, <laughs> mostly because it <laughs> fell out of the tree stand. So anyway, um, I got down, I get my bow, and I turned back into the woods, and there's two does flying through the woods. And I'm going, okay, we might be in a good spot here. And I sat there the rest of the morning. It was dead, just nothing going on. And I thought, man, I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go grab me a bite to eat. And while I was on my way, I've been wanting to hunt this, this field for a while. And we looked at it last year, and I got down walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm seeing scrape, 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 rub, rub, rub. And it was going to be warm. So I sat 30 yards off at the edge of that field, hoping they would come out to go across the road. And uh, nothing. Went back yesterday morning, nothing. So I talked to Steve. I said, what do you think? He says, I think you need to get 50 yards back in that timber behind that field. At least go look at it. I said, okay. So I walked back there and I saw, my gosh, it was just like, it was just like, you know, somebody had turned all the sign on in that area. There's scrapes and rubs everywhere. So I found a, a decent looking tree and I got set up in it. I don't tell you how comfortable a fork tree is, man, but it is comfortable. <laughs> I'm telling you. And, um, well, it was basically a blind in a tree. Basically, yeah. I mean, it, everything, <laughs> the, the profile with the stand, you, you, you had no idea. I was did in did there. you take a saw up there and actually cut miniature shooting windows through the No, branches? I did not. No, the public <laughs> land, man, you ain't allowed to do that stuff. So I heard that you were in the Amazon. Yeah, it was, it was a rainforest tonight, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> so, so I get up. I get up a little extra early, earlier than I normally do, thinking this is going to be a good spot. I went back there and sat, and I sat there till I don't know, about 11.30. What time do you actually do you get up? Because we don't know, because we leave way before you do. I was actually up at 4.30 and out the door at 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 five at 4.40. Do you want me to tell you what I did today? I know what you did today. <laughs> you heard about that? I heard a little bit about it. Because I was so darn tired, and I, I, I got up like nothing ever happened. And then I got over to the spot. I'm sitting in the car. I said, There's, I got about 15 more minutes. And I've never done this in my life, mind you. And I'm sitting in the car, and I'm like, I got 15 more minutes. So I'm just going to sit here and relax. Well, I, the problem is I had a blanket in the back seat of my car, and I grabbed a hold of it. Oh, no. And I <laughs> reclined the front seat. I said, all right, 15 more minutes. I woke up two hours later. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> I rolled back to camp, and all these boys are all still sleeping in their tent. All cozy wozy, dude. I don't know what Andrew he and Stephen up, he's were like, doing. Are, are you guys going to go hunt? I said, well, we're going to go scout something out and hunt this afternoon. And he goes, oh, okay. And I hear his tent unzip. And then I don't hear Trev for a little while. Oh, no. <laughs> That's too good. And I was like, okay. Because I, of I get it. All the chop busting yeah. that I got last year. Oh, you sleep too much. You sleep in too much. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny how that turns around, yep. isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, so you got up early. And you so were... I got up early and got in. I was in the stand by 630. And it's just, it was dead. Oh my gosh, it was dead. It was quiet, quiet, quiet. So I got down about 1145. Went and had probably the 
best bologna, fried bologna sandwich I've ever eaten. So is that the first time that you've been to GNR? That's the first time. Well, I tried to go there last year, but, and, but you, they were closed. I know. You were born and raised here, bro. Didn't that know anything about for, it. Come literally, on, really? did, literally did not know anything about it. I never in a million years would have thought that because me and Cody had gone there the other day. Yeah. And Cody's like, I bet you that Bones ran this place. No. And come no, on, really? No way. GNR is like world known for you guys that don't know. They're known for their worldwide fried bologna sandwich. Like, it is amazing. What is it? Two inches thick. Every bit of it. Did you get the pickle and the onion on it? Of course. With the cheese? Yeah. It's amazing. And the mustard? It's the most oh, amazing thing I've ever God. had in my life. And it's not even expensive. Four, four, four twenty-five. Four fifty. Is it four fifty with 450, cheese? Yeah, four fifty with cheese. Three seventy-five without cheese. Yep. It's the most amazing sandwich it's I ever just, had in my life. On a grilled bun. It doesn't get any better than that. No. No. So Don't look at the dessert cabinet. I did. And I thought, man, if I eat one of these, I'm going to go to a food coma. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that you've never been to GNR, man. I tried to go there last year, and it was closed because of COVID. Right. You know? But you had Randy Street, so I'm surprised that, I mean. I ran south of there. Okay. You know? He was the south side of the tracks. Oh, he's the south. Oh, yeah, the wrong side. The old southie. The old southie. Um. So I went down and I ate lunch and I thought, well, let's just go back in and sit the rest of the day. And it was warm, man. It was warm. 62, 63, I think I saw. And uh, I want to give it. 67 when we went in. What? Yeah. Dude, it was brutal. What was it this morning? About 47? Uh, 53. It was 53 this 53 morning. 53 this morning. That's why I didn't really care if I yeah. went in. It, it was not. not a great hunt day. We didn't want to burn the good spots. So we sure. just went and looked at. Scraps. I didn't want to burn myself out, I think, is more exactly. what it comes down to, too. Um, but I want to give a shout-out to uh, to Gator Outdoors. Yeah? They're equipped. Their gear. Who are they? Oh, that's Wade. <laughs> and you're, you know, and a partner with you guys. That's right. Be the reason, guys. Um, check it out. You went through the whole the whole entire... As this story unwinds, you've gone through. You're going to go through the whole entire partnership list without even. Oh even yeah, about, it's, have to there's do no it. question about it. Um, what, what's the code while you're at it? What's well, Outdoor Drive 25? <laughs> okay, don't be afraid to use that. I've done it. What does it save you? Twenty, yeah, twenty five percent off. Okay, That's it. and everything over fifty bucks is free shipping. And sign up to be the reason. And sign up to be the reason. Oh my gosh! Do sign up to be the reason. So getting back to the gear. Getting back to the gear. <laughs> it's it's all lightweight stuff. It's the lightweight pants and the hoodie. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, this is comfortable. How are you wearing a fleece? It's 65 degrees outside. I'm old. <laughs> I guess blood's thin. I've lived in the South too long. All right. I can tell. Yeah. Anyway, 65. The old boy's wearing a a fleece lined sweatshirt. I couldn't believe it when I saw the post. It's warm. So, it's still quiet. The only thing I'm hearing are squirrels. And I saw a red squirrel fight today that would make Dana White proud. <laughs> I'm not even... These guys beat the crap out of each other over a freaking nut. I, a lot of fights happen over getting a nut. Yeah. Boy, I stepped into that one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. So anyway, so I'm just I'm just gonna hang out till dark till you know mm-hmm. till after shooting light. And um then about six fifteen I heard leaves rump, you know, rattling, just kind of scurrying around. I thought, right. here comes another squirrel. Well, it wasn't a squirrel. 
his buck. Um, so he walks, and I'm watching him, and I grab my bow. I'm like, I came to Ohio this year with the with the intention of none shall pass. So I'll set that foundation real quick. And I saw the horns. I'm going, no, he's not huge. <laughs> I'm going to shoot him anyway. So he walks. He gets broadside of me. I let one go. And I missed. Again, I'm, what I what I did was I hit a tree. Hit a tree limb. And I think you had buck fever. I don't think you had no limb. No, I hit a limb, dude. The broad After hit. seeing where he was sitting, I believe him. He hit a limb. <laughs> the he broad, was the limb. You, you had to get lucky to not hit a limb out of that. So the broadhead's gone, the knock's gone, and he just he scurries off. I thought, well, okay, here we go again. But he only runs off about 15 yards, and he stops. And I don't think he knew exactly what had happened. He knew something scared him. But I grabbed a hold of the Nor'easter grunt tube, and I gave short, four short grunts. And he turned and walked straight back to my tree, head on to me, as I'm turning to my left. And he's looking me square in the eyes. And I'd peek around the, the tree that was next to me, and he'd look up, and I'd pull back. And I did it again, and I'd pull back. We did this three times, played peekaboo. Then he proceeds to turn. And what walk. do you think, the deer was in the tree? <laughs> I have no idea. He was curious to know what was there. But he turns and walks around the tree behind me, off to my right, into a window that, uh, it was, there was a lot of limbs in it. I'm glad I didn't get to see this, because <laughs> the words that would come out of my mouth probably not good. And I, I let one go, and boy, did he, that Zeus absolutely did a number on him. My gosh, what a broadhead incredible were you a salesman in your past life no i've always been a truck driver in my <laughs> all my lives <laughs> multiple lives huh <laughs> we'll talk later <laughs> <laughs> so and i'm like so, so where'd you hit him i hit him just about two inches below his spine and after we recovered him when we'll get to that Double lunged him. How how far was he when you shot him? Probably fifteen to twenty. Okay. And the angle just took it straight steep through both angle. Yeah, steep angle <laughs> dropped him through both legs. How high were you? About eighteen. Okay. 18 feet. Yeah. And and then what what kind of went through your mind when you had s- shot the second time? Well, when I heard it go thwack, I go, <laughs> I connected. <laughs> Um, and then he, he took off and ran 20 yards, roughly stopped, just kind of, just kind of looked around for a second, made four more steps and he's piled up dead. Oh, you saw all this. I heard him. I heard him pile up. Okay. He saw him okay. stop. And then I, I saw him stop crash. and then I heard him crash. And, uh, then, it, then it was like, oh my God. I did it, you know, I, public land, total DIY. Um, never have shot a buck on public land before in my life, ever. 
and um, not for lack of trying. No, it was you know it's been last year was a grind. It was a grind. It really was. Um, I think in the car ride home. So I thought about this right. So I thought about this a lot, honestly, in the in the car ride home, and and how much did it actually mean to you to be able to shoot a deer like this on public land because you went from. You went completely and utterly out of your element last year. Yep. And started when you started hunting with us. Yep. And learning. And you did this all on your own, mind you. This is something that we didn't we didn't help you. We didn't put you in any direction. Nope. There was no there's normal camp conversation that we all have, right. right? Like where should we go? What should we do? Win this, win that. Just reinsuring it with everybody always. But other than that, when you, you've gone and had got your own sticks and stands, yep. you went completely mobile, still hunting uh, with a compound. Yep doing everything on your own and it's something out of your complete element and then to grind through it last year have a miss last year see a ton of deer and then to come back this year and come out of the gates with thunder yeah it's two years ago i shot a really nice buck not far from where i shot this buck it was on private land and it was it was a great it was a great day but i think this deer got me more jacked Mm -hmm. and more excited. Man, I felt my heart beating in my toes. It's just um, because it's the culmination of everything I tried to do last year, putting pieces together, trying to, you know, put the puzzle together and, and and then to watch it unfold in front of your eyes is probably the most rewarding thing as far as deer hunting that I've ever done ever. Oh, it's, it's amazing to watch you go through those steps and, and, you know, you'd be like, you know, I'll go scout. You'll, you'll say, I'll go scout this spot and you'll come back and say, Oh, I found scrapes, rubs, this, that, and the other thing. And then you go in there and you hunt and you see deer or they weren't where they're supposed to be. Or you have all these ideas of what you should be doing and kind of just taking in and, Reading the book and making it come true. Sure. I mean, that's what it seems to be. And, and you know, coming out of your element and being able to do sure. this. You know, yeah, and, as a... And on top of it, you're no spring chicken. Right. No, guys, I'm 57 years old. I'm still packing my stand and my sticks and everything in. And now dragging them out's a little different story. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what camp's for. That's what you've got right. everybody in camp for. So I shot the... Let me get back to my, where I'm at. <laughs> Quit interrupting. <laughs> it makes it more fun. Sure. So I I didn't know where you were at. I, I, I didn't want to bother you right. Stan. I figured he was out but didn't know. I called Steve. I said, buck down. Public land, buck down in Ohio, as, as, baby. As soon as I saw that phone, I was like, it's too early even for Bones to be getting out. Yep. I said, something's dead. Yeah. So I called you. He said, okay, we're packing up and we're headed your way. I said, he said, where are you at? I said, and I told over him. Over at that spot. Over at that spot. And so then I called my wife. Wow. I feel like way empowered right now. I yeah. got the call before <laughs> your wife. Well, I had to, get, I had to call the cavalry, well, man, because I, I knew, I knew <laughs> I what was, was coming. Say, I was going to say, you're not that special. He just needed someone to drag the deer out. Thank you. <laughs> hey. I'll, I'll take it. I'll it means it. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so and then I you call, realize that I had the I called my wife. She said, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I called my wife. I said, hey, look, I got a buck down. She goes, you're back down? 
I said, no, I've got a buck down. She goes, oh, a buck down. Hey, congratulations. Can you see it? I said, no, I'm in the tree stand. She said, well, you need to calm down before you climb out or you might get hurt. I said, thank you. Um, so then my next call was to, to Trev. He said, I said, what? He said, what? I said, what? I said, I got a buck down. He said, you sure it's down? I said, yeah, I'm sure it's down. I run through the whole the whole, now, the whole Where'd you shoot it? How'd you hit <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. The What'd you see? What'd I you hear? Gonna... What's the arrow look like? Did it smell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's it's funny because the questions that I asked you are the questions that I'm still asked at 30-something years old sure. from my father when I call him, right? right, and, he's, right. and he's his ass ain't coming in the woods, but he's asking me, and it would always be like, all right, so was it next to the rock or the tree? Was it over uh-huh. here? Was it over there? Because you, you have to put the pieces of the puzzle together because, mind you, you're when you shoot a deer, you're in a whole different state of mind. No kidding. <laughs> well, that's everybody, not just you. Right. I'm just saying, like, in, in general. So you have to kind of – it's kind of like a, a calming thing, I guess it is, right? Mm-hmm. So when somebody, when somebody calls me, I don't care if I'm going to help them or not. I just say, okay, so what happened? Right. How many yards? Did you hear it? Did you see it? Yep. Did you – and you ask a lot of questions. And a lot of people, like myself, I get annoyed. Right. I'm like, why are you asking me all these questions? I'm not an idiot. Yeah. They're like, but yeah, but you have to ask those questions. You have to know what's going on to unveil the whole well, entire well, story. The, to that extent, when he called me, I, I said, so how was the shot? And he goes, well, uh, oh, I said, yeah, oh, what do you remember of the shot? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure it was good. I saw him mule kick, and I'm pretty sure I seen him pile up. And I said, okay, well, that's good. What else do you remember? And at that point, you, you can still kind of yeah, hear it in exactly. his voice. And I was, I was like, all right. Excited. I said, dude, just stick tight. We're getting down. We're coming to you. Go to the truck. Wait for us. And I don't think you remembered half that conversation. No. <laughs> no, no way. No Cause, way. Because when I called Trev, I said, dude, or I texted him. I said, hey, we need the sled. He's got a, a buck down. And Trev goes, I just talked to him. He's still on the stand. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I had, that's what I had asked, like, because I had called him back a second time, and I said, okay. I says, can you get by the deer without, uh, can you get out of the stand without going by the deer? And he said, yeah. I said, all right, then go out to the truck and just wait. Yeah. Go smoke a cigarette, get a coffee, whatever it takes. Yep. I mean, an hour minimum, even on a, on a perfect shot. Right. I mean, it's, that's, I, I can't. I can't stress that enough. An hour on a perfect shot. Right. Like, if that makes any sense. The deer's not going nowhere, right? I mean, in all reality, even if it's dead, it's still going to be there. But sure. if it's not, or there's any question or doubt in your mind, you have to go, mm-hmm. you know, to that level, right? I mean, yep. it's just one of those things. And the reason I wasn't in town was because we had another friend of, of mine that put down a real good buck this today. So there's two bucks down in Ohio. Good day. So it was a good day. It was a really good day. Yep. Which is why Trev had the sled mm-hmm. and right down in a different part of the state. Right. Well, he, I called him. I said, he said, I'll, I'm 45 minutes. I said, 45 minutes out? I said, where are you? Mm-hmm. He goes, well, I'm coming from Coshocton. I'm going, oh, well, that makes perfect sense. You know? Because <laughs> <laughs> I figured you were in a tree. Yeah, no. I didn't I didn't hunt all day today. I, it just kind of was one of those things that like I just... I didn't hunt this morning, and I really wasn't fixing. Well, like I said, it, it was an optimal weather position no. for anywhere we wanted to go. And I see what, what's coming for this week ahead, like, as far as weather goes. Like, so everything that I've been seeing is, you know, the, them small bucks are doing what what they should be doing. The bigger bucks are starting to daylight, but not really. 
The sign is just starting to make up. You know, I think that there's one more pressure change here, and I think things are going to be off the wall. So you're right. if you're burning yourself out in the time that's given. Or your good areas. Right, exactly. I mean, I don't, you know, with the pre-rut coming like that, like, I don't mind being in those areas as long as the wind is right. Like, right. sitting in there and seeing what happens, because it could potentially happen. Yeah, like, it could potentially happen. today, literally, nothing was right. Yeah, and it, and it was like, why why burn yourself out? And knowing what's coming, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just in my mind, right? Because, I mean, I've already had a ton of sits. So it's like, all right, right. well, why am I going to sit again? I know what's coming. That's the thing. Is that, Right. You see it. So you're like, sure. oh, why get in the woods? And And, you know, my thing is, as it is for everybody else, like, I love being in camp for the fact of, you know, hunting hard and hunting as much as you utterly and possibly can. But when something like this happens, like somebody puts a deer down, there's nothing more that I enjoy than being there and being part of it. Like, I don't know. Like, I'll get out of stand. I'll waste four days of hunting if I have to. Like, right. it doesn't matter to me. Like, to hang out there, up there with one of my buddies who came down and hunted public and got a good deer. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, it was just oh, a good sure. day. So yep. it was... It was worth it, all in all. Yep. Yeah, so as you made your way back from there with the sled, <laughs> and we were making it over to Bones. Oh, sorry. We didn't even get to that part yeah, of the we story still haven't, we're, we're I was still trying to have, story. like, a different conversation. <laughs> so we roll back, and uh, we pack up. We get in the truck. I get with Trev. I talk to Trev. I get his ETA and where he's at, what's going on. We get to Bones. Bones is standing out by the side of the road dancing like a little girl. <laughs> I wish I would have had the camera rolling. I was dancing. And yeah, that's the dance. That's it. And uh, we pull in. He comes over and he starts filling me in, giving me the story, letting me know what's going on. It was a little animated, wasn't it? It, it was. I mean, hands, arms, everything. Dude, I mean, I was jacked for you. Just yeah. seeing your level of excitement. I would have, if I didn't kill a deer this entire trip, but got to watch that was worth it i appreciate that but that's when shit kind of went sideways yeah because it started raining well i was 10 minutes out and you i saw min- that it was oh, it was man. drizzling and then it started to downpour and i was fixing to call one of you guys and then i got a phone call from you bones yep. yes and i said we're going in as you should yep because it's all or nothing at that point. At that point, you know, you're you're losing blood every drain drop. You're losing everything. Yeah, and it, it wasn't a drizzle. No. It was coming down. So we get back in there, and was it you or? I found the arrow. You found the arrow. We saw the arrow, and it looked. Yeah, it, it hadn't washed off yet, and, man, that thing was coated beautifully bright arterial blood. Yeah, it was, it was a good-looking arrow. Um. And I said, where did it go? I said... He said, I, it went straight. It did. And I went, okay. Straight for the river? Was it <laughs> was it broadside when you shot it and it kept going in that direction or did it turn? He goes, it went straight this way. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, okay. Straight to the right. Straight to the right. Straight so, to the right. And, and we're looking for blood trying to, you know, ease in every couple of feet. We're just scouring and everything is already washed out. I mean, we didn't find it. There wasn't a drop. Blood. There, nothing. Nothing. So we started just doing half circles, grid searches, and everything we could to find. Anything. I had turned back to go back towards my stand and realign myself. Yep. And then I hear, Bones! Bones! I'm going, no. I turned around. I saw both lights in the same area. Doing, 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 doing the flash up in the flash Through the thing. trees. I'm going. And I start, and I'm. I almost ran. So so let me clarify real quick. You did what? I almost ran. Right, let me clarify. We're in the woods. 
It's pouring down rain. It's pitch black. Yep. And he doesn't even have a, a light of any sort. No headlamp. I had no to go. nothing. It was in my backpack. <laughs> Backpacks on his back, lights in his backpack. Didn't, didn't, didn't put it on. Didn't even care. He's standing out there in the dark and wants to come running back to us. Yeah. Just just to lay this picture out oh for my everybody. Gosh, dude. And I knew they had found the deer. And I'm and I'm briskly walking. And and at this point, Trev is trying he's just getting here trying to right. find where we're at. He's in such a, a tissy <laughs> to try and get into the woods when he when he's talking to me on the phone, he says, Go down the tree line. <laughs> That's all he says. He says, he says, you know where I'm parked, right? I said, yeah. He says, go down the tree line. So any any half-brained American would know that where you park next to the truck and the tree line would be the tree line you go down. He didn't say go on the other side of the tree line. And that's all he said. So I had no idea. So I'm walking around aimlessly in the woods, and it's pouring out. Go ahead. <laughs> That's, I just want to let that be known. Anyway. The, the excitement mean, was there. I get it. But Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew and Steven had found the buck, and I I made my way over there. I wanted to run, but I knew better. I'm still trying to find you guys in the woods. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm yelling. You're yelling. And so I finally get up and get my hands on this dude, and I'm going, Man, that shot looks a little high. Steve goes, flip him over. I said, dude, you double-lunged him, and you came out perfectly. Like, I flipped he, him he over. He shot for him. the exit. I think he sh- he got one lung on top of the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> well, we, pictures to come. Yeah. We we have verification on this. So anyway, I was just like. Oh. That 125 Zeus did work. Oh, my God. Did it ever do? New eight channeled broadhead. Just what I'm just. It's just saying that thing is a killing machine. It rips up trees too. I heard it, it will rip up a tree. <laughs> it will. Anyway, so when I get home, I got to call Nick and order some more broadheads. Yeah. I guess anyway, so. um, one's I'll, back here in Ohio in the tree. Yeah, one's somewhere. Um, you killed it dead. Oh man, did I ever kill that thing? So what happened when you went to go up to the buck? I was just like, one, you're relieved, you find it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, then you're excited. And I'm going, this is, and, and, and it all kind of came together at that time. You're on public land in Ohio. You did this yourself, all all by yourself. You did everything. And, and literally, he literally, I will vouch for him right now. Everything from last year to this year has we didn't walk him into a single place. We didn't help him find sign. We didn't do it. He would show us a map and say, I'm here. Here's what I'm seeing. We'd say, well, I would look here. And he would wander in, and he would go find a new spot and reset. So in all, all actuality, we just let him do his own thing because we didn't want to help him. And but, we just was hoping that he would stumble upon something. No. Well, no <laughs> technically, yeah. But, but at the same time... He listened to us, which is on in itself is. We're like, all right, old man, thanks for bringing us to Ohio. Have fun, see you later. Yeah, right. Hey, let, thanks for letting us stay at your brother's house. We'll see you later. <laughs> but I'll be damned if he didn't make it happen. No, but it would it would honestly mean more that way, like it did today. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, what would it be if if, if we you, all held if each you guys held me by my held me by my hands and said. Go and sit in that tree. Go sit in that tree. We'll tie the deer up to this one at four o'clock. This is the this was the third time that I had hung my stand in 
two days. Because if you're not seeing anything, if you're not move, go, go find something. That's what you're mobile hunting for. Right. And it paid off. It's just, it's, it's the only way I want to hunt now, as long as I can anyway. Um, it just changes everything. Truly. It's just. I'm I'm still speechless. I I can't. If you guys, if you would have right said now, five years ago, okay, you're going to hunt out of a stand. And what sticks. did you do prior before that? Before we get too much into that, okay, I was in a climber for a year. Okay, that's okay. You're limited on what you can get into. Right now, I'm looking for trees that, like I was in tonight. I'm looking for four trees I can put my stand between, you know, and get really, you know. Real skinny. Yeah, get really skinny. Get the profile down, way down. And, and before that, it was it was ladder stands. Always ladder stands. Or a Which blind. is nothing wrong with there's none of nothing, these things. There's you wanted to try for, something different. I, I don't know. I, did, always been, I have seen two since we've been here that I think are the wrong way to use a ladder stand. Well, we won't get into that. Well, I'm just saying is that, like, you're you're used to going to private land, mm-hmm. hunting the same stand. We talk about this all the time. I mean, it's something that I talk about all the time is that being in those guys go to the same stand year and year and year after. Yep. And it works. People kill big bucks out of doing it. They kill plenty of animals out of doing such a thing. You decided to take it upon yourself yep. to go and hunt mobile. Yes, I did. And do something different. Yep. And go out of your element. Yep. At fifty something years old. Yes, sir. And you succeeded at it. That's the thing is yeah. you went through the trials and tribulations, failed, still with your head above water, and gone out and did it again tonight, yep. which is an amazing thing to me. I it's huge. I hope at 57 years old I can still go in the woods. <laughs> I don't think you're going to have any problem with that. Um, it's – and then the more I think about it, the more – well, it's still just settling in for you. Yeah, exactly. It's still. It, that's it's, why we're podcasting right now. Like, yeah, at, it's at eleven o'clock at night after sure. this it all happened because there's a reason for it. Yeah, it's. It feels good, man. It should. It's, it, it's, How does it not? I wouldn't know because I've never done it before. Right. You well, know, this is all new. Everything is is this this all all of this. I think the best part about it is that I said I said Bones, what are you going to do for the next week and a half? He said, go shoot does. Good so man. He's not giving up on it. He's going to go out there he's and gonna shoot more going. deer. Yeah, why quit? I mean, I got a week and a half. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, we're going to take him up to the processor tomorrow. and The problem is you're going to see a hammer, a magnum hammer. Well, if I do, I do. I know, but I think but it's no, awesome. See, it's great because then he can go, hey, I saw this over here. Yeah, hey, exactly. Guess where we're going. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's, no, he's not. He ain't going to tell us that. You're dude. right. He's going to go, you suckers <laughs> left me out there on my own for two years. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> two paragraphs ago, do you not remember us saying how we just said screw you? <laughs> so I'm going to grab the new guy by his hand. And grab- <laughs> uh, I'm going to put fragrance spray in your in your scent-free fucking, per, I mean, uh, well, shampoo. Well, apparently, whatever brand of cigarette you had works as an attractant because when you didn't smoke, you didn't see nothing. Yeah, that was – thank you for reminding me about that. So I, I made a commitment this morning. I'm not going to smoke in a stand. I didn't see nothing. I came back from lunch. I said, well, screw it. 
I'm, you know, I'm just going to be me. I'm going to hunt the way I hunt. And lo and behold, here we are. I just want you to remember this, and I would say this in front of everybody, and I've been saying this. You'll be the third person that I've told this this week is Christopher Columbus landed on a rock. Do you think he could do it again? Yeah. <laughs> it all depends on the brand. <laughs> It was an attractive. It's all about brand selection. You can't you, you can't go cheap. It's the ultralights. You can't go cheap. You know, it's like Michel Michelob Ultra. That's right. That's exactly right. So, yeah, it's just you know, man, I, it's congratulations. Thanks. Brother. That's what it is. Yeah, it's just um, hanging around with you two clowns for the last two years. Has changed the way I do a lot of all my hunting, and um, I can't thank you guys enough. No, bro, it's not even it's not even close to be yeah. honest. Because we can't thank you for for putting us out of our element and allowing us to come here. Because I, w- like I had said to Stephen before we got back here, was we wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for you. We wouldn't even have thought of coming here. We wouldn't have done none of this if it wasn't for you. If you didn't reach out to us and say, hey, man, you got to come and stay at my brother's house in Ohio and come hunting, we would never be in Ohio. We'd still be hunting shitty old East Coast and, and shooting rat bucks. Right. I mean, we would never came here. This is one of the best things that's ever happened to us since well, we've been together. Are you kidding me? Like, this is this is incredible. For you to shoot this deer is like shooting a 200. This oh, is, yeah. This is incredible. Like, this is... it. I don't think that anybody understands what this actually means. Like, this is a huge thing. To be here, you shot a deer, we're all together. Right. The the camaraderie, the camp, this is what it's all about, man. We talk about it all the time. We And, and the boys from Talk About It, they say it all the time, you mount the memories. Right. There is no memory that... I don't think that a taxidermist is big enough to mount this memory. I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know I mean, exactly it's, what it's you're a, saying. It's a milestone. Look, it's, it's I huge. shot a lot bigger tier two years ago, and it di- it didn't tear me up near what this buck did. It's mm, it's it's hard to put in words right now. It's just it means so much more to to know. Man, I did this on my own. Mm-hmm. Nobody helped me. I did it all by myself. And, man, does it change everything. It's something that everybody should experience, bro. I think so. It's something that everybody should should to try and do because it's funny is that, like you shooting your buck today, and I hate, you know, I keep going back on this reference, but my buddy Steve that was down here, mm-hmm. we had this conversation last night, Steve. Mm-hmm. He... He does what he does when he does at home, at private land and doing this, that, and the other thing. And he gets to hunt over bait Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And then he came down here and he was hunting. And he's like, dude, this public land stuff sucks. This sucks. This is hard. He's like, I'm I'm done. Like He goes, the next deer comes in, I'm shooting it. And I said to him, I said, listen. I said, if you shoot the next deer that comes in and it's not what you want, I says, I'm I'm not going to talk to you no more. Right. I says, because you're giving up on yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. I says, when you shoot that buck, because it's not about when. I mean, it's not about if. It's about when. You're right. going to shoot that buck. It's going to happen. You're in the right spot. You're doing the right thing. When that thing's mounted and you walk by that thing, yep. it's going to mean three times more to you oh, than yeah. any deer that's on the wall. Sure. 100%. Absolutely. 
Because you grinded, you walked your ass off, you set that stand three times this week, you went and you did a million and one other things, you went through a bad year, not because of something that you did, it was because you were learning to mm-hmm. get to the point where you are today. Right. And it and it's so important to work hard and go out of your element and work your ass off and fail. And then when you kill that deer, it means three times more to you than anything. I think I think that after last year, after you know having several encounters, missing the deer, and then coming back, it's 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 like redemption, man. And you just you go, oh, you just exhale, and you then you get shaky and. You get all pumped up, and then your buddies show up, and they're all bear hugging you and, and high fiving, and man, you're you know we love you, and you're doing great, and well, and one thing I want to add to it to the whole thing is this was one hundred percent old fashioned woodsmanship. Yeah, there were no cameras out. No, there was nobody out watching and trying nope. to get stuff for you. There, I mean, this was literally. You liked this area. You'd seen sign that attracted you. Yep. You went in and you worked on sign. Yep. You sat, you watched, saw what was happening, moved on what you learned. Yep. And made it years, happen. Years ago, I was so enamored with rubs that I would hunt rubs, our rub line. Um, it can happen. But when you've got a scrape line that runs 100 yards from one end to the other, you might want to take a sit, get up a tree. Um, I just had a feeling, walked back in there, found all that sign. I'm going, okay, here we go. You know, if not today, then, next, you know, maybe tomorrow. But I'm not leaving. Somebody's going to show up. Somebody's going to show up. I'm not leaving. I have found where I want if I had to get up at 2.30 on Saturday morning to go in and hunt that thing and be the first one back there, I would have done it. That's how committed I was to hunting that spot. Um, and then it paid off. That's, and that's, you know, and that is the payoff. Absolutely. You know, you, you, I don't know a lot about deer hunting. I haven't done it very long. Not seriously, especially bow hunting. But man, but when it all comes together, there's nothing better, nothing better than that, at all. In my opinion, I love it. I'm hooked for life. <laughs> I um, love it. Yep, it's <laughs> the level of excitement I know. in and of itself is it's. It's as much fun to sit here and just watch yeah. your emotions just go from here to there and everything in between. Yeah, and I, I don't mean to be so scatterbrained about this, but guys, I mean, it's this got me tore up pretty good. It really does. Because it should, man. That's what it's all about right there. I mean, that's it. That's it in a nutshell. It may, Maybe not as tore up as my brother's going to be in the morning, but, <laughs> you know, it happens. Yeah, but see, and this goes back to something we've talked about how many times on the show is... You know, it's it's not the size of the deer. If no, it gets you excited, and it's what you want, and it's what you're working for. And I called. That's a trophy. Yeah, and I had a great conversation with Nick Albanese coming coming back from the woods tonight. 
He said, I said, Nikki's not the biggest deer. He said, I don't care. It's about the hunt. It's about that moment. He said, did he tear you up? I said, inside out, man. He said, did, it, did the Zeus do its job? I said, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nick, it, it did its job. I said, uh, he said, then enjoy it. Enjoy it, brother. You earned it. Public land, you shot a nine-point buck. Enjoy it. I said, now that makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And that's, you know. And those are the people that I'm like, and it's like you guys that I'm so, so very proud to be associated with. Um, I'm old enough to be everybody in this room's dad. Well, we call you the grandpa. You just well, don't know it. I am a grandpa. Just <laughs> <laughs> some wonderful students. Yeah. And just not a lot of guys my age are getting it done like this, guys. It's awesome. I love it. I love it. Point. Hey, why don't you why don't you do something? I know you want to do it. Sure. And I always ask everybody, but I think you'll be the only person that could do this. Yeah. Why don't you close this out? Oh, well, sure. Um, hey, Trev. Yeah. What drives you outdoors? Oh, we're gonna do oh, that. Oh, he flipped the script on <laughs> you, dude. He flipped it up, dude. Honestly, man, there is nothing that drives me more outdoors than than what we what we're going through right now. This is this is what drives me. To the fullest. There's nothing. This is like going 120 miles an hour down the highway. This is what the adrenaline's all about, bro. Being there, having the phone call of you calling, having anybody being in camp, having this conversation, seeing the sparkle in your eye, whether it's a tear or whether it's happiness, I'm not really sure, but that's okay. But that's what drives me outdoors every single day. Steve. Not a whole lot to add. I mean, it's moments like these. You get in camp and you get around everyone, all your friends, and you get to celebrate these successes. I mean, these feelings, that's what we do it for. Every little win, every little celebration, and the time together. I mean, it's we literally took the drive to come out here and share this experience. That's what it's about. Good enough. Well, guys, I, I can't thank you enough for being here. Andrew, can't thank you enough for being here, and thanks for the, all the help this evening, and just want to Thanks for everybody once again for taking a ride right here on the Outdoor Drive. Nailed it. <laughs>